Welcome back, everybody, to Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less. No promises, guaranteed. Um, But (laughs) I am Lisa Linky, and I am uh, here every week with my co-host, Misty Stennett. Who and we and we are here just in service of you every Friday. It's a full episode, and we read and review a popular or classic or maybe out there self help book, and we tell you everything about it in under an hour to know whether or not you want to support it with your money, time, and energy, or if it's a flaming bile, bile, a flaming bile of poo. There you go, <laughs> and you should avoid it at all costs. That's what we do on Fridays. Today is a Tuesday, and it is a weekly beef. And we do everything that isn't a book, but is still in the realm of self-help genre. Maybe we do trivia. Maybe we do thought-provoking questions or read an article. Or maybe we have a special guest. Spoiler alert, that's today. Misty is not here today. I miss her dearly, but she's all right. But in her stead, I have asked back from our incredible episode this past Friday about Rejection Proof, the book, the wonderful book by uh, Jia Zhang, Miss Deanna Love it. Hey. Welcome, Deanna. Oh, thank you. It's so good to see you again. So good to see you again. I noticed in the time that we were apart between recording, you got yourself some Go Help Yourself swag on our merch store. And I want to say thank you for that. Look at that. I'm loving this sweatshirt, girl. I love it. All of those links to our merch are in show notes. And please, we want to give a shout out to all of our patrons who support the production of this podcast. We couldn't do it without you. We love having you in our community. And if you're interested, check out the link below too to see all the amazing benefits we have at every budget level. Deanna, if you aren't familiar with Deanna from our last episode, please go back and watch because she's brilliant and a longtime dear friend of mine in my coven. And I just love her. So let me tell you about her if you you don't know. Deanna Moffat is a coach, consultant, and instructor in the Journey Life Coach Training Program. Her superpower is helping people turn what if into why not. Deanna elevates their experience and life and leadership through the power of their conversations, questions, and decisions. She's helped folks at companies like Google, American Express, DocuSign, Microsoft, Viacom, Marriott, as well as hundreds of individual clients outside the corporate world. And she's an amazing storyteller, a hilarious improviser, and a genuine friend. Oh, I'm so glad you're back. Thank you so much. I'm so happy you're here. Lisa, that intro just makes me feel like I want to pee my pants a little bit. Well, that may be because right I'm, ahead. Yeah, we're I, on Zoom. Honestly, I feel like I might hit a, have hit the stage for poise. <gasps> poise. Mm-hmm. You know, they now have underwear for that. You don't have to have the poise pads. You can just go straight up with the underwear, leak proof. Will then require me to do laundry. So I'm just going to well, go. <laughs> you listen, you could buy a bunch and throw them out. Okay. Deanna, you are a life coach and I know the value of your amazing coaching. If you listen to the previous episode, you can understand why with one brief sentence and Jedi mind trick, Deanna brought me the brick ha- shit brick house, brick shit house down in like a pile of tears. But uh, I'm just going to ask you, and then I think you have a a thing you're going to share with us, but what do you like about life coaching? Like, why is it a fulfilling experience for you? Well, I think people are amazing. And I really love working with people who have big goals, big ideas, big dreams. And we all have our own little mental 
roadblocks, our mental models of the world, our experiences in the past that may have stopped us from getting to where we want to go. And I love being a thinking partner with people who are doing amazing shit. Partner. Yes. I like that. Yeah. So I help people unravel the oftentimes the kind of thoughts that get all kind of cramped up in our brain. We get cycled around. We can't figure them out. I help them unpack it, lay it all out in the bed, and figure out what needs to go back in and what can go in the trash. That's wonderful. So previously, Misty had assigned me some homework. I can't remember what what book it was from at this moment, but it was to just be aware of my negative self-talk. And I have done a lot of work over the years about negative self-talk, a lot of help from my friends, because to me, they're definitely tied in with compassion, you know, kind of being able to shift that. Deanna, what do you recommend in terms of when you're looking at the self-talk that you have, or if you are just learning maybe that you have negative self-talk, like how do you help clients? I think one of the things that is really critical for us to understand is that the questions we give ourselves is a fuel to our experience. What do you mean by that? So, and I, I listen, I've been as guilty as this, as, you know, a, a son of a gun. What, I don't know what that means, but. Yes, uh, <laughs> yes. I like it. But I just he, imagine you as Yosemite saying, yeah, I'm a son of a gun. And here's my thought. What in the hell is wrong with me? You know, when we start asking questions like, what's wrong with me? Why does anyone like me? Who is ever going to come to this? Who am I to think I can do this? Those kind of questions. Our brains love a good question. And so when we feed our brain those questions, what happens is it goes to work to find the answers. (laughs) That's so true. And why did I do it like that? What is wrong with me? And you're going to come back with some really shitty little answers. That's true. So what I love to work with my clients with is how can we come up with a better question? knowing that the question is a fuel to your experience so that you can have a better response. Have a better conversation with yourself. So if I am paying attention and I decide that, or I understand and kind of become aware that one of the questions I ask myself is, why didn't you see that coming? Why didn't you see that coming? Why didn't you expect that? How, how can I turn that into a different question? So I might ask myself, what can I do in the future to help better prepare myself? Or if this, if this was a situation that jolted me in some way, what might be something I can do to prepare myself for being jolted ah. in the future? So when we move our questions into the future and positive focused, our responses go into work to find out what those answers are. I think for the, a large part, we get afraid to ask questions we can't get an answer to right away. It's easier to just say, because I'm dumb. Yes, exactly. Because I do this every time. Yeah. And so we have this need, and I think our Western culture really drives us. We can never be wrong and we can't say, I don't know. So we ask really shitty little questions. Yeah. And those shitty little questions give us shitty little answers. That's the HBO series I want to watch. Not Little Big Lies or Big Little Lies. I want to watch shitty little questions. <laughs> so true. It would just be a bunch of people sitting around going, what's wrong with me? Why can I ever get this right? <laughs> and to be fair, I do it too. Like I, I certainly, I'm just aware of it. And when I catch myself, what usually happens is I can feel when my energy starts sliding, that I'm going into a place of, 
I don't feel good in my body. I don't feel good in this energy. And I can even, that's the question. So one of the things you can do is when you come across a problem, can you form it into a question? So when you're something like, say something like, uh, uh, like I want to exercise more. Well, oh, you want me to say that? Uh, no, no, you don't have to say that. <laughs> this is just for me. I'm claiming I want to do this. I'm right here to you. <laughs> <laughs> this is for me. So the question then becomes, how can I exercise more? I mean, how can I get what I want? Put it in the form of a question. Is there something you want? Put it in the form of a question. Because the moment you can put it into a question, your brain goes to work to to find the answers. And it's like that whole idea, I'm sure you've experienced this, of with a question, your mind opens up to the possibilities that are around us. Right. And it opens up. This is the thing I'm curious about. This is the thing I'm open. This is the thing I wanted to figure out how or what to do. All of a sudden, the opportunities start coming into us because our brain is aware of this is what she wants to solve. This is what she wants to do. Here's an option. Here's an option. So, so somebody's just starting out on this. Do you recommend that they like first become aware of the? I mean, obviously, they have to become aware of the questions. Yeah. I'm also assuming there's a step in there of trying not to judge yourself for the questions once you become aware oh, please, of them. Yes. You know, I've got to be compassionate about this for sure. Okay, yeah. yeah. And then do you, do you encourage maybe coming up with a variety of questions or just trying one and going with it? You know, if you've got, I'll tell you, there's a great book called, um, I think it's the most meaningful question. And it hypothesizes that we have become a culture, a Western culture with a dearth of curiosity, meaning we are not a very curious culture. And So if we can come up with more than one question, great. But in the beginning, this is a muscle that really has to be flexed. We're not great questioners. Ah. And so to ask an open-ended question of ourselves without an answer right away for a lot of people can feel kind of scary to be able to say to themselves, I don't know. And here's what I would say to that. I don't know is a perfect response because it's, it's an area that you haven't gone into yet. And what I will say is your brain will help you to come up with a response if you're willing to ask the question. Just keep asking the question. Okay. And just become comfortable sitting in the ambiguity of, I don't know. It's okay. I don't know is a perfectly fine response. Yay. Yay. Deanna, I love that. You're so welcome. It was so good to see you again. I know. So good to see you. So if people are interested in finding more about your coaching, all of the links to your website and everything will be in show notes. And here's to asking more questions or more open-ended questions. Let's just be curious about ourselves, shall we? You know, I do love the phrase, don't get furious, stay curious. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) To that, I also say, it's also fun to get mad sometimes. (laughs) Uh, Well, to all of our listeners, here's hoping you have a wonderful questioning journey. If you start practicing this and want to let us know how it goes, email us at gohelpyourselfpodcast or gmail.com or get in touch with Deanna directly. She can provide you some feedback and uh, it'll be great. Maybe her feedback will be like, why did you ask such a dumb question? (laughs) (laughs) First thing out of my mouth. First thing. What are you doing calling me? What do you want? Oh, you. I love it. <laughs> and with that, life, life is, is abundant. abundant.
Go Help Yourself was produced by Misty Stinnett and Lisa Linky. Our theme song was written by the inimitable Matt Sav. Inimitable. There's nothing we love more than hearing from you. Email us at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. We're also at gohelpyourselfpodcast on Instagram and at ghypodcast on Twitter. And you can go old school and check out our website at gohelpyourselfpodcast.com. It basically is a fancy PowerPoint slide. If you liked our podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review because it helps other people find our show. You know who else needs to find it? Your friends. Tell all of your friends. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye.